Hello, Black Killing Matters family. Danielle here with yet another episode of the Black Killing Matters podcast, where we offer you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And on this Mindset Monday, I am coming to you after missing a few episodes. I apologize. As you may hear from my voice, I'm not quite back to 100%, but uh, for the past several days, almost a week, I have been fighting what seems to be, uh, I don't know if it's allergies or a virus, I have no idea, but um, between doctor's visits and pills and my voice sounding like this, I really wasn't able to record episodes for you last week, so I apologize. It has been a while, but I'm going to do my best to come back this week and hopefully get stronger. So, on this Mindset Monday, I'm going to be playing a recording, and it's quite a long recording, but it is an actual conversation that went on between myself and the Black Rose. If you haven't heard the Black Rose podcast, go on over and check him out. Uh, He has some really great content. And uh, I think we also share a lot in common as far as our mindset and things that we like to see happen in the Black community. And so we had a really in-depth and quite lengthy conversation that stretched us, that spanned many different topics. But this all spawned from the single uh, conversation that we started weeks ago about whether or not the black man and the black woman respectively are uniquely defective. From there, the conversation just kind of goes on and on and on. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as we did just in recording it. uh, I find that it is kind of, uh, it was kind of cathartic to have someone to speak to on these issues. And I just really want to thank the Black Rose for really being open and and diligent in recording this conversation with me. And hopefully we can do it again in the future. So Black Healing Matters family, if you like what you hear during this segment, and it's about one hour, it's over an hour long. So if you listen to anything you pick up there, again, please leave me a comment, a call in message, an email on Facebook, or even on SoundCloud or YouTube. Our YouTube channel is actually growing, so I'm I'm really proud of that as well. So hopefully you can be part of our Facebook and YouTube and SoundCloud family as well. And on that note, Black Healing Matters family, please enjoy this conversation with the Black Rose and myself on an array of topics starting with the black man and the black woman uniquely defective. Stay blessed. I promise I'm going to try to get better (laughs) so I can have a better voice for you. And as always, Black Healing Matters. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? 
Yes. We're back at it. So um, it appears that we are recording (laughs) immediately. And the recording will be saved to your, uh, well, I don't know, it was saved to my files. So um, I'm not sure. Did you also receive? um, um, I think um, I I did. Yeah, I think okay. I did. but I don't think it. I don't think it'll automatically publish though. Okay. Yeah, I that's what I want. At least I hope. Yeah, it, it did it. <laughs> it didn't automatically publish. Okay. <laughs> so I think um, what initially sparked this whole conversation, uh, or this kind of you know desire for us to actually meet and and chat, was the topic of whether or not. Black men and women are uniquely defective. Right, I remember um, that. Remember the topic. Okay, so for um, just if for anyone who may hear this, <laughs> the, the topic um, that I posed on my podcast, the Black Healing Matters podcast, a few weeks back, was whether or not black men and black women separately uh, are uniquely defective and I actually uh, gave a few examples of how uh, from the outside looking in it could seem that way uh, for example I think the uh, the example that I gave for 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 women was that um, a lot of times black women get this rap for being angry and loud and right you know <laughs> you know uh, un- Un, unruly in many ways <laughs> right. but uh and then on the other hand for black men um you know they often get the rap especially in the media of being of not being providers for their families um, and not protecting their families and and particularly their their wives and their children uh so you know or, or being very misogynistic that is, uh, an, uh, unfortunately, a narrative that is perpetuated in the media. So, you know, with those types of narratives circulating, it is plausible, especially, again, as a, uh, from an outsider perspective looking in, that, yeah, Black people could, men and women could be defective because nobody else really does that you know <laughs> like nobody else really has those problems on the scale that we do of course they have these problems but i'm, not, I'm saying on the scale that is perpetuated in our community. I so don't, i don't what, think i don't think you're, you're absolutely correct but i don't think that um when you're talking about the scale portion of it i think it is it's, mm-hmm. You mentioned it earlier. You talked about the media. It's not mm-hmm. as publicized mm-hmm. as ours is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not as publicized as ours is. So when you actually go and you take a look, uh, periodically I'm going to look at um, uh, magazines uh, such as uh, you know Fortune magazine or uh, Black Enterprise, and you see mm-hmm. a lot of us that are doing quite well. Uh, mm-hmm. on the CEO level, things like that. But when you go and you want to know about that information, it's not publicized to the degree that the negative stuff is publicized. So, mm-hmm. so I think it's the same scale 
as what you see in our community. Again, it's just not as publicized mm-hmm. like they do with us. Do you, do you think that in a way it's, it, it's kind of like a, a, like, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, like because it's more publicized that it, that it does happen slightly more in our communities? What I think is because when you, so this is a really deep conversation uh, to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 so much in it, and it's kind of it kind of does it a disservice without actually having to you know go back and mm-hmm. build upon the foundation from those past experiences that we've had um, since our sojourn here in this country. It really does mm-hmm. a disservice when when we can't really give that foundation but but what i will say is that um um i lost my train of thought <laughs> what was the question again because i had so much going on what was the question again um uh, basically was do you think that because of because of the fact that we self-fulfilling prophecy, right. See, right, the self-fulfilling prophecy we see it more often so you think it that's why it happens more often I, what I think is, is that for a large majority of people who yield to um, forms of media that we don't control, that yes, um, we do or will subscribe to that, to what's in the media. You know, we all fall victim to it, you know, because we don't have other forms of um, pools of different resources that we actually have to pull from. We don't, there's nothing to actually counter that, you know. So if you're, if you're on a given basis, and I'll talk to somebody about this a couple of, couple of weeks ago. If you're on a daily basis feeding on a diet of BET, and I'm just going to throw that out there, not, no, not scoffing at BET or throwing it under the bus or whatever the case may be. But if you're feeding on that diet consistently, then mm-hmm. yes, you're going to play that out because right. you have nothing else to counter um, the information that you're receiving on that on that daily basis. So I think that to a degree it does become somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy only only to the point that we as a people have to start pulling from other resources yeah. uh, other than what we've been traditionally, you know, fed. Right. You know, you right. can't continuously listen at the radio. Uh mm. And you can't continuously look at television mm-hmm. and think that that is the world as it is, you know. Um, right. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So there's right because there's yeah. totally there's there's so many other perspectives that you can get that will actually broaden your 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 point of, your points of view that <laughs> you know that will bring you out of you know the mindset that you're currently in. And I think for, you know, a large part of us, now I'm putting this on us, a large mm-hmm. portion of us fall victim to that because again, we're dependent on somebody else to give us information that we can readily go and access ourselves or we can go outside and get another form of media and then change our whole perspective. You know, we, we can do that. So um, right. for some of us, yes, it is a for self, you know, somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, but again, I think the responsibility lies lies with us. If we just get up, turn off the television every now and again, get off the social media, you know what I mean? Uh, 
And and because it, it's crazy, I, I've had people literally tell tell me, even my people tell me they don't want they don't like watching the news because it's depressing. You know, yeah. and I get more information from a social media platform than I would like the actual news or picking up a book or something like that. And that's heavy to me. You know, that's that's actually heavy. It actually says a lot. But it's just talking about it's no slight against them either. Because you got to understand that. You know, when you're when you don't have anybody, what what's what's the law that they had? I think it's the law of inertia. When a body arrest, a body arrest tends to stay at rest unless enacted on by an outside force. So somebody right. has to come and nudge us. Somebody has to come us and, and give us a different perspective. Somebody has to come and give us a counter knowledge that would actually um, move us in a different direction from right. where we're going now. So, yeah, you know. Yes, exactly. You're right about that. And I think, you know, we we have been conditioned to receive what we deem as legitimate right. information in a very narrow scope. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've realized that, um, you know, and even speaking to, you know, my own friends and family, if you fall somewhere outside of that narrow scope of legitimacy, it's like, what you're saying is unbelievable or it's, you know, it's pie yes. in the sky or yes. it's ridiculous, basically. Yes. So, I think that narrow scope of, I don't know what else to call it, but again, that narrow scope of legitimacy, meaning like just you know this, this narrow scope of how we can receive information and actually act upon it and, and believe it to be true and actionable um, is, is very, very narrow. And oftentimes it doesn't include other black people. Unless they fit certain criteria, and uh, what right, I noticed, right, 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 exactly. I know. I noticed. I know exactly that, where you're going with it. Yep. You know what I mean? Those black people tend to be um, more or less controlled by non-black people, right? And uh, that in itself is a huge problem. As, as far as I'm concerned, because like you said, it takes some outside forces within us all in order to make changes. Like you mentioned, the law of inertia, it also goes is that a, an object in motion tends to stay in motion right. unless by a force that is greater, right? That is greater right. than its velocity. So that means if we are down, you know, we have this kind of narrow scope of, you know, this is the way we receive information. This is the way we, you know, feel like uh, we can get legitimate information. And if we are continuing down that path, then it takes something or someone even stronger, even greater, a greater force to actually divert our attention. And that's why crisis is and, uh, (laughs) you know, devastation really do make huge impacts on people and make and, and result in huge changes. But does it have to be a crisis before we can look around and say, wait a minute, this ain't working. You know, like <laughs> what has to happen? You know? what, Short what, of the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. Um, for some of us, yes. Because mentally, when you look at us mentally, we are, we have been deprived 
uh, so much mm. so that it's 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 very difficult to move an individual that has been deprived of such information or such knowledge, you know. Mm. Um, so yes, for some of us, it does take a crisis uh, to be able to yeah. move. And some of us, some of us feel that because we have not seen anybody else to a degree that 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 we think that um, can be successful outside of the um, parameters and boundaries mm-hmm. that's been set up in this country, we don't we don't look at them um, in a, in a legitimate manner. Right. You follow what yes. I'm saying? So it's like, yes. so it's like, I see you, but the uh, power that's um, in control thus far is so powerful and pulls on me uh, so much that even though what you're saying is correct, even though what you're saying is legitimate, I cannot subscribe to that ideology at this point. Right. I, I, I got you in the back of my head. Right. This it is makes so sense, powerful. But, yeah, this is so yeah. powerful over here that I'm going to inertia. And I'm going to stick with that. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick with that. Um, exactly. That power, like you said, it, it comes, it's powerful, but it's not powerful enough to divert my action, my course of action. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's, that's I, exactly I, what I'm saying. So for some of us, yes, it has to take a crisis. For some of us, uh, things that we hold dear, things that we, you know, love, um, more than we actually love that individual, that knowledge itself has to be completely taken away from us so that we can actually see, you know, what's what's actually more beneficial to us and that different road or that different path that we need to travel down, you know, to make success for ourselves, you know, to be, you know, to, to, to be removed uh, from that thing that's actually been weighting us down. You know, for, mm. so some of us, it takes a kick in the pants, you know, for others, for others, it doesn't take much, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you're going to have that mix. Do you think that, do you think that this kind of uh, reckoning, if you will, <laughs> is coming? Do you think that even with the era of, you know, of Trump and the kind of reinvigoration of um, blatant, open white supremacy, what what I'm gonna say more open to this type of change now? What I'm gonna say is this, I think, and, and I have to be totally honest and frank about the information that I received and uh my perspective and how I actually feel about it. I got I gotta be as open as possible. And I hope people don't um perceive me in a negative light when I say this, but I think we've been on life support for quite some time. Mm. And my reasoning for saying that is because um, we really, for some of us, we really don't understand the scope of what was done to us uh, mentally uh, right. from the time that we were actually brought to these shores, even up until now. Um, yes. Yes. It, no, nothing against nothing against people who hold near and dear to the idea of integration, but I think in, integration was one of the major major factors that is actually holding us back. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, well, don't yeah, don't I get think... me don't get me wrong. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If we can give, if we can live in this utopian idea where all different ethnicities and nationalities can come under one umbrella, you know, and live peacefully, that is a grand idea. 
But mm-hmm. what we fail to realize is, is that one of the things that we didn't take into integration was our own power. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Right. We, didn't, we didn't take into that. So everybody else that has this has this melting pot idea. When you go into Koreatown, you know, when you go into Chinatown, when you go into uh, you know, places where you have Italians or Irish, you know, they have their yeah. own political power, they have their own economic right. power. Power and, base. That's yeah, right. right. They have their own power base. So one of the things that we didn't recognize when we walked away from the economics, even though it was forced economics, it was even though it was forced independent economics uh, for us because of Jim Crow and slavery and things like that, we didn't we didn't realize the amount of power that we actually had within our hands. And what we did was we actually walked away from it for the dream of being able to sit sit at a at a lunch counter or a table or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. With with the very people that instituted these policies, these policies. So that's one thing. That's one of the things that I think that, and 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 I'll say it again. You know, and it's something I, I wholeheartedly believe. Integration was one of the worst things that ever happened to us. Um, okay. So wait, I gotta say, and I I I'm, I may be a little more gloom and doom than you. Okay. Okay. Because. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this has kind of been a debate, a conversation amongst friends for me for a long time, is that I, based, based on the history, based on the, the, like you mentioned before, but based on the fact that, you know, uh, integration is only for Black people, okay, only for African Americans, integration meant disintegration of right. our power. Okay. Like only for us that happened, okay, when everybody else came to America, they also kept their power base as well as their national home base. You know, right. they, they have, have a nation, but we were stripped of both our nationhood right. as well as our power base, our local domestic power base. So uh, having seen that over and over again, how deliberately and, and very, you know, very effectively our power base has been not not just corroded, but destroyed in yes. many cases Right from the, you know, from, of course, slavery itself to then, you know, around the turn of the century, the 19, from the 1890s to the 1920s with the, um, systematic just t- extinguishing of prosperous black communities from Seneca Falls, New York to um, Rosewood, Florida yes, to right. uh, um, you know, Black Wall Street and all in between. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like systematically from around the turn of the century, I again I call me gloom and doom and conspiracy theorist, but I don't think it's it's really uh is really obvious to me that there was an agenda to extinguish black wealth around that time around that you know that era if you will Mm -hmm. because there were so many different you know um different uh, groups different cities uh across the country where black communities were literally extinguished like burned to the ground yes Uh, and and you know and land their land their wealth stripped and land repurposed that was just you know a hundred years ago right and then you know flipped to the civil rights era when 
black folks again were stripped of their economic base and the, you know their economic and and, and um, especially our our businesses and you know what we have, basically whatever we built after integration mm-hmm. right right <laughs> now you know coming again to this resurgence you know how they say a revolution is born every so many years and and I right, believe right. A new a new revolution, but I think it's it's foolish to believe that it's going to me. It, I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't believe it will be allowed to happen on American soil. That and again, I could be maybe I'm a little more gloom and doom because I just see it as they're not going to allow that to happen, especially since we don't have the numbers nor the the economic the social power to really fight yeah you know and what i mean i i, I got you you I, I, on on a lot of what you said you are 100% correct um drawing back to something that drawing my attention back to um some information that i received back in like 1986 um i don't think too many people that was actually paying attention to especially Again, no strike against my people, but I definitely believe my people wasn't paying any attention to it. But Time Magazine wrote an article. It was in April 1986, I believe it was. And it was called The Browning of America. They wrote this. The, then, the, Browning, America. the Browning of America. And on, the, and on the front cover was the American flag, except it wasn't red, white, and blue. It was black. It was, it was brown. It was red. It was yellow. And then eventually it came to white. So to me, that was, <laughs> I kind of liken it to the, the ride of Paul Revere when he said the British were coming, the British, the British were coming. The well, brownies are coming. The Brit- <laughs> so I, I could substitute that for another word if I wanted to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could substitute, I could substitute that, a different word for that. But I'm not going to do uh, that. Um, but it yeah. was an alarm that was sounded then. And if anybody paid attention, that was that was around the same time where they boosted uh, this intro. Um, what is it? What was it called? Um, oh man, what was the name of it? Um, well, I can't call the name. Anyway, it was it was it was around the time where you start to see this multiple birth. They uh, was uh, a multiple birth uh, syndrome where. You had a lot of women that were having multiple babies at one time, mm. and it was primarily in um, white neighborhoods. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of white women at that time that was actually having a lot of babies. You're talking about six babies at one time. Um, they even had that. Uh, this was recently, but they had that octomom. But around that time, they were experimenting with multiple births because what happened was when you looked at the when you looked at the uh, birth rate of the population and even social scientists began to study this they found that the um, predominant culture um, European culture or white culture uh, in the United States was at the, was was at a zero birth rate and everybody <laughs> else was happy, having babies even though you had an influx of um, drugs that was being bought into the communities. You know, we had the 
the crack crack uh, epidemic. You had a lot of murders and things like that. You still had a, a lot of the black and brown population that was still birthing babies. You had the um, um, AIDS came on the scene, things like that. But they were at a zero birth population. So again, go back and check it out. Zero birth population. And then they found a way to begin to have multiple births at that time. So they, so, 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 so this is something that's been um, published. This is something that's been on the horizon for a long time. There's social scientists that study this. So I wholeheartedly agree. And just by saying that, by bringing that up, I wholeheartedly agree with you that there's going to be a somewhat fight to, to the death. And I don't necessarily mean literal death, but there's going to be a fight to the death because you got to remember the people that hold power never really wanted to share power. You know, oh, definitely. That's, that's never been the agenda. That's never been the agenda. <laughs> And that's why yeah. that's why integration to me was um, a slap in the face, you know, because you never mm-hmm. really fully integrated anything. You didn't you didn't integrate a, a, a boardroom, you know. You never fully integrated uh, Congress, you know, any any form of really government seats except just to hold the seat as uh, some kind of you know mannequin, you know, just for show. But you mm-hmm. never really, you never really got into a position where you held any real power. Now, that is somewhat on them for the trick, and it's on us because we did not, as you said, stated earlier, we did not have the political power, nor did we have the economic power. I think you know, it's it's like one of those things to me. It's like as a as a person as a human being grows and matures, you know, from a child making childish mistakes to, you know, just kind of shedding naivete and becoming more aware, you know, experience comes at a price. Right. And I believe we paid the ultimate price for our experience, experiences in this country um, because, you know, we, we don't necessarily have uh, a very, very long, you know, history uh, to, 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 to really, you know, like draw from, mm-hmm. especially in this situation. And there is really no other direct parallel to what we've gone through, you know, in, in other nations. So, you know, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm a little more sympathetic to, you know, the, to what has happened, because I don't think that, you know, even, you know, in the civil rights era of the 1960s, I don't think that they believed that what they were doing in any way was wrong or That's what they were doing was not, uh, was not actually progressive. Yeah. I believe they really believed, they really thought that this was going to be the solution to their problem based on what they knew at that time. It makes sense. It made perfect sense. So for us now in 2018 to be able to look back and see the problem, see the holes in that 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 philosophy and that plan, I think is the best thing we could do. Just like an adult who has been through some things, who has maybe been through some heartache, who has had some ups and downs, it, it would be wise of them not to just keep going and doing the same dumb stuff and repeating the same mistakes, but to look back and say, hmm. 
I remember when I was 20 or when I was 18 or when I was 30 and I did this and that didn't work out so well. I'm going right. to do that again, right? <laughs> you know? yeah. And I think that's where we are right now, you know? Right. Right. I, but I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Actually go back and check those things out and, and look at what happened in our history. Because again, it's likened to, you know, a, a person, an adult person, you know, an older adult making those same mistakes that they made as a teenager. I think we've already done quite a lot. A lot of foundation has been laid. Many, um, you know, many people have died. Brilliant black people have come along right. and set in motion brilliant plans that had, of course, you know, that they, they, they produce results. They produce fruit. I think right now in 2018, uh, as, you know, as quote unquote conscious black people, people who are interested in, in the progression of of the race as a, as a, of a people as a whole, I think the best thing that we could do first before, you know, making any uh, big moves is to understand what we've already done, to understand what has already been tried and been tested and, and you know, and what, 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 what was successful and what failed. I agree. Uh, I agree. That is just... I'm concerned that's not really happening because I still hear people talking about simple, you know, simply just economic, you know, e empowerment as a, as a means of, you know, uh, of, of lifting black people, uplifting black people. But we've done that before. You know, we have what, this. We, <laughs> what you have, you, you, you have, you have, and, and, and again, I, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. And, 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 and if it sounds like I try to devalue, what our four uh, runners did in any way. That's not what, uh, that's not the points I was actually trying to make. Um, I don't feel that way. I was just they, adding that I think history needs to become a part of the right now. Right. That's I, all. I agree. <laughs> I agree. To what you say. I just think, <laughs> I just think that we're, I, I just think that for the most part, we don't understand the value of unity we come from uh historically um fractured homes not in part due to us but the system that was set in place to right. fracture to fracture families you know yes. to to dis, dis to disintegrate families that was part of the system yeah. um, but not really fully comprehending or really understanding what that system is I, I believe a lot of us as as black people don't want to really recognize that mm -hmm. particular game that particular mm -hmm. system you they know? don't we don't want to recognize i think one of the things that really gets under my skin because and every time i see one of these videos or articles that you know, talks about basically how the U.S. government, uh, the U.S. justice system has done yet another, uh, you know, grievance against Black people is that historically from day one, mm -hmm. from up, the U.S. government has been at odds with the Black community. They have never supported us. They have no. never been on our side. Never, 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 never. never, never. Like, so to say, to say, you know, today that, you know, to, to state all these statistics and, you know, be upset about why 
the U.S. government is is treating us so poorly, why we live in a police state, why, you know, we can't get justice, because it's built that way. Like, and it always has been. To me, again, it goes back to the history thing. Because if, you, if you've been treated this way over time, if you've seen this pattern over time, then this is not surprising. Well, and, and, this, and, this, and this brings me to, this brings me, yeah, and this brings yeah. me to a point where um, somebody coined a phrase that says, uh, if somebody will not teach you right, they will not te- treat you right. And it, mm. it, draw, it draws right from, right from what you just got through stating. You got to remember, um, and, what, and of course you already do, but for a lot of us, first and foremost, we don't even want to revisit all of that history. We don't want to revisit that. We're fine from we're fine with being from Cleveland. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> we're fine with that. Oh, we're fine I... with that. And and it's not so much that you revisit the history to become emotional about it, which you're gonna you're gonna do, uh, mm-hmm. and then point the finger at somebody else. No, that's not what that's about. For me, it's about understanding the systems that was put into place to keep us in our current uh, position in current si- yes. uh, situation. That's what it's about. You got to be able to understand the system. You got to be able to na- try to navigate those systems to understand what's actually being done to you. You see, yes. but we're so in love with the end result of what they've accomplished. Mm. So we're drawn, we're drawn to what they've accomplished. And I'm not saying us in general, I'm saying there's a large portion of us that is just so enamored with the fact that they've accomplished this, but they don't understand how they got to that point. You know, mm. when you go back and you and you revisit the history again, if I'm going to work the hell out of somebody from can't see morning to can't see night and not pay them a dime for it, yes, I'm going to be rich. Yes, I'm going to have all the, the, the resources available to me. Because I worked the hell out of you to get every blood, sweat, and tear from you so for you to mm-hmm. yield my crops in order for me to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Your family fractured while my family stayed intact. You, mm-hmm. you understand? This is the systems that we, again, you revisited to understand the system because it is systematic across the board, no matter how you brush against it you're not going to be able to undo it period by working within that system you're not going to be able to do it you're not going to you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to dismantle it you're not going to be able to uproot it within that system you have to come completely out of that system and begin to build mm-hmm. your own systems and institutions to combat that right you, you got to be able to do it you know you got to be able to do it there's a quiet but steady kind of resurgence happening of, of black people who have stepped outside the box and you know somehow be, begin to see the system as or, you know as it is um and that it is just a system it also has its you know its frailties and it is not um you know it's not absolute right um and i think once you once once you see that system, you can also see how it's being perpetuated. Exactly. Exactly. And the, the way to me, um, the, the, what I've noticed uh, just from 
being outside of America physically for such a long time. And now kind of looking into or seeing America kind of as an outsider looking in, if you will. Uh, and, and paradoxically also seeing black people as an outsider from the inside out, if, it, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. as a black person. Yeah. Uh, what I'm noticing is that, for, in my opinion, entertainment is one of the key, is one of the number one ways. Say it again. This form of enslavement, this yes. system is. Say it again. Inter- Say it loudly and to the rafters. <laughs> I, I have never, ever, ever, ever been to a country where they allow their children to devour the type of information in the form, any form, in the form of entertainment, education, whatever, in this type of information, especially at a young age and especially at such a high velocity. I have never been to a country, and I've been to many countries, where they actually promote, where it's legal to promote misogyny, violence, you know, (laughs) right? Illiteracy, like, you know, and just the ass backwards living to children even. Yes. Let alone adults to children you know and so when i when i see you know on youtube kids dancing to this music you know be hope f this f-, like what you know yeah. hold on yeah. <laughs> for yeah. children right. you know and, that, and i'm not a puritan i don't believe that you know it, it gotta be we've gotta all be you know <laughs> it's gotta be wholesome 100 percent of the time because i like a good rap song too okay but it comes with balance. It's like it's like having a steady diet of cake. You can't eat cake forever, right. three meals a day. Right. It can't work, okay? Right. And unless you're expecting to, to create these major, major health challenges, yeah. I think what we're seeing right now is just a reflection of very, very systematic programming targeted to our youth and our people in general. And, and, and as it, a factor in the system of oppression. That is correct. And there's three things within the system that were kept away from us during our sojourn in this country when we were brought to the shores here to actually be slaves. People fully don't understand that word slave. Slave mm. don't mean you were supposed to be educated. Slave doesn't mean you were supposed to be given a, a fair and, 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 and balanced meal. It doesn't mean any of that. You were actually chattel, you were property, and I could treat you any kind of way that I wanted to treat you. These same systems, these same things that were put into place, it still continues until this day. Ghettos, ghettos are no coincidence. Ghettos are no coincidence. Uh, the food that is being exported into the, into the ghettos or the inner cities is not, mm-hmm. is no coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, three things. Mm-hmm. We, were, we, were, mm-hmm. we were stripped of how to make war. We were stripped mm-hmm. of how to make uh, or, or, or um, set up economics. Mm-hmm. And we were stripped of birth control, the knowledge of birth control. Birth control is just not putting on some type of protection. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm protection in order for you to not have a child 
birth control is very pointed and specific on how you actually rear a child from the uh from the from the con conception stage all the way on until the child is able to, uh, able to be independent on its own and i mean when i say independent i'm talking about you're talking about somebody that's that's, that's uh, 18 years or older you know right. to be able to go out into the society and be productive and things like that we were stripped of these different things we were stripped of it. That knowledge was totally uh, made to be um, hidden from us. So because we don't have that information, we are 100% participants in our own demise, even though you have a counter. You can go. I remember being able to go to a Borders bookstore or a um or or a um what was the other one a, a barnes and nobles mm -hmm. and they had a a section of black authors that you can just pick and choose from that had valuable insights and valuable information mm. that you can gain that you can you you can get you can pick that book up but when you go into a barnes and nobles or a borders bookstore today the black section is so limited the authors are so so are 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 you know, you really can't even, there's not a lot to be, to be honest. And the amount mm -hmm. of information that's there is virtually none. The only thing that's there, the only thing that's there is um, sex novels, you know, mm. gangster novels, you know, or, yeah. or something to that degree. Anecdotal truth. Exactly. Yeah. There's I'm nothing there. There's nothing there. And you cannot tell me to a degree that that was not done um, on purpose. And the other thing about it too was this, there was no outcry from mm -hmm. us. There was no outcry from us. Mm -hmm. You see? So- Yeah, definitely. So, so, so we're, 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 we're part and parcel to our own destruction because again, we don't understand these different systems, going right back to that again, we do not understand the value of unity. Regardless if you like the political views of somebody that's totally opposite of yours or their ideology or their fraternity, sorority, whatever the case may be, it doesn't make a difference. At the end of the day, the system is still stacked against you, period. Mm. I don't care how successful Why do you, you become. Well, the, the system, so first and foremost, that system was put into play. Why do you think the, it is that that Black people have such a hard time recoiling against blatant transgressions against us? Be, be, because, and, and, and again, this, this, is, this is my um, perspective. Um, mm -hmm. I, think it's, I think it's because... First and foremost, we did have in us a degree of envy. We had in, in us a degree of jealousy. There was a degree of hatred. And through slavery, that was exploited. And it was exploited so much to the degree that it became second nature. So we have gotten to the point where we have almost become naturally suspicious of our own people. 
we've become also we almost become naturally hatred hate hate filled of our own people naturally envious naturally jealous so these things are still being exploited and again this is this is part of the system that a lot of us still don't understand you know how can you be in how can you be in 2018 and still have colorism in your own community <laughs> in your own community now when the system doesn't care whether or not if you're light-skinned or dark-skinned, the system is out to get you nonetheless. The light-skinned might get a little bit for a little a little bit more crumbs than the darker-skinned will, but at the end of the day, you're still not going to be in a position that the man is set where the man is to set that system up. You're still not going to be there. Mm. But there's an exploitation that there's an exploiting mm-hmm. of how we feel about each other and you can see it all you can see it every day if you pick up on the symbolism that is out there that is thrown at us on a daily basis through any form of media you'll see it Mm. you will absolutely see it talk about this like it it makes me think you know is this just human nature play to to I think it is human nature just to to want to distinguish oneself, right? Um, but then, you know, to take that and actually exploit it is really the genius of what it's, you know, yes. culture, imperialist culture has done. It, you know? It's genius. You are, that's that's the exact word. Yep. Is I think, and it's not just for black folks. I think they've turned whiteness into a commodity. Yes. That is you know it's a biological commodity so it's not openly not widely available Mm -hmm. and i think that's why you know and they are a small percentage of the world population actually that is correct this is a very is a minority in the world put it that way Mm -hmm. uh, in the global of things so when i think about how you know whiteness is really glorified everywhere from Asia to Africa, everywhere mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. It, it's, is this just, again, the genius of what, you know, of the imperialist system? It was, is this, is this just that they realize, like, okay, we are going to exploit people's human nature to want to be better than somebody else? And so, you know, Make the stand, make us the standard, make ourselves the standard, and the closer you can get to our standard, the better off you are. The yeah. better that you are than somebody else. I think that's genius, and and honestly, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's terrible as the recourse has been. It's, it's, it's very intelligent. It's very smart what they've done, but those of us who are on the you know <laughs> on the outside i think it's also important to understand that game right not just you know to go along with it not just try to compete but really understand the game because you know when you think about like so many african nations where whitening cream is is oh, one yeah. of the top oh yeah. yeah in all of africa it's not an accident no. you know it's this is not just is not just Black Americans either. So, when we talk about these types of issues like colorism, I think we're getting at a a a manipulated uh, trait of human human nature, which is 
to be better than somebody and align ourselves with the best as you know as much as possible it's just a matter of setting the poles setting what is best and what is worse right clearly the poles have been marked that the best is white and the worst is dark right. you know and so once you set the playing field it's it's very simple you know it's it's not like they have to do much but as folks you know who didn't set the set the rules what do you think we can do to begin to work to combat that this the effects of not only our our human nature to want to be better than somebody else to just i don't think it's effective to just tell somebody okay stop feeling how you feel you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah. stop, stop doing that and you know start you know and give up your your privilege give up your power cuz it's just not realistic as far as i'm concerned it, but it what do you think not- we can it is not realistic. You know, it's not realistic. And I want to, I kind of want to, I kind of want to walk back just a little bit about, about you were talking about, about what you were saying about the genius of the, of exploiting mm-hmm. somebody's nature. It, mm-hmm. it It's definitely a genius, but it's a diabolical genius. You know, when mm-hmm. you can manipulate and exploit somebody to the degree where you make them feel bad <laughs> about themselves and make them mm-hmm. turn inward against themselves and the people that look like them that is a diabolical genius see that way what it did was it took the focus off of the perpetrator of that exploitation and put it on the person that's being exploited mm-hmm. this is why we look at each other a certain ways like uh you know what's what's you know what's going on i i'm looking at you on a on a, and, and, I'm, and i'm not saying you personally but i'm just saying us i look at right yes on any given a uh, 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 day, and I can say, "Hey, how you doing today?" Mm-hmm. Some I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll get a, a like response, and then there's other times it's like, "Do I know you?" Mm. No, I, no, I don't have to. <laughs> you know, no, I don't have to know you. I'm just saying hi. You know what I mean? Right. I'm trying right. to record you. I'm trying to be manageable. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to show you that here, I, here I am. I'm trying to give you a mirror image of yourself. But because yeah. we've been plagued so much with inferiority, it's difficult for us to actually see that image. So I'm sitting in front of you, black man, educated, suit and tie, ready to go out and tackle the world. And that image is kind of, I don't know, it's, it, it, that image is skewed to me. I, I don't know how to accept that. Because, and I'm going to say it, because the nigger image or the Negro image is what I've been, is what I've been so accustomed to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that you looks- can imagine how I get that here and in Asia. Yeah. Where white is is right. Okay. Yeah, I get that all the time when I show up and people are like, it's you. You're the one who yeah. <laughs> who's gonna be see, you, running. See, that's the game. <laughs> it's the you know what you you have to salute <laughs> the engineers of the game. You have to salute them. Yeah. No matter how diabolical it is, you have to salute the engineers of that idea. I mean, yeah. to get to a point where I'm exploiting the very people that is building wealth for me. And mm-hmm. I and then I export the worst of that behavior across the globe, man. Yeah. I don't export your genius. I don't export. I don't export. Export your excellence. I don't export any any of that. I export 
the worst of your behavior across the globe to give mm -hmm. everybody else a picture of what you are supposed to be. So then yes. when I branch out and I go into a different country, they say, ah, you're American. And then they already have a natural picture in their mind of how you're going to react. That is mind-blowing. As simple as it is, it is, it is high-tech to the degree. It takes, yeah, it takes a lot of, for, for lack of a better word, it takes a lot of balls to do what they've done. Like, well, well, who's, do what, 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 well, true, well, true, but who was there to stop them? Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, maybe it is the naivete of, of human nature to not question. And, and I think actually... Nobody was going to question him because cause here's the thing. Nobody was going to question him because here's the thing. You got to remember this. There was, only a, there was only a select few of Africans that knew we had been transported to this hemisphere. The rest of the world didn't know that. Hmm. There was a large percentage of the world didn't know that. So what, mm -hmm. what you have here in America is a brand new individual, black skin. We are a totally <laughs> unlike people throughout the planet. Even though we're yeah. part of the darker family, we are totally mm -hmm. opposite of the rest of the darker family. Totally opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, yep. when we're seen, when we're seen, we're like, they're, they're looking at us like, okay, that could potentially be an African. That could potentially be a Somalian. That could potentially be somebody from the Dominican Republic. But I, your actions and you open your mouth, that lets me know you, and you actually come from somewhere totally different, which is the United States of America. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because we're not, we're, not, we're not used to different customs and things like that, because for the most part, we, we, lack the means to even travel outside the country. So when we get mm -hmm. a chance to actually travel outside the country and the picture has already been painted. We want to go begin, to Europe. Right. And then we begin, <laughs> and then, then we begin, then we begin to see that. They begin to see that, 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 that you know, how we carry ourselves. They say, ah, I see, you know, no, nah, I don't, I don't want any part of that. I don't, I don't want, even your excellence, even you can come in there and be the most, um, intelligent individual in the room but because you come from this country and that and 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 you and the worst of you has been exported outside the country to these other countries they're not gonna they're gonna not gonna look at you funny you've been mistreated in your own country from the very people that exploited you they look down upon you you know what i mean and they hold power and so you know how that goes you know if yeah. the bully if the bully in school was able to bully as many people as they were able to bully, bully. Well, most of us concede to that and we say, okay, well, I'm going to stand on the side of power. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand on the side. We're going, I'm going to stand on the side of power. So, and when you stand, and, when, and, then, and that's one of the things I, I've noticed here is in, in non white countries that are also non black, like not African, yeah. um, because we, we realize black Africans are the opposite side of whiteness. They are the opposite of whiteness, right? They are the opposite right. side of the spectrum. Right. So, you know, they they understand, okay, we're not gonna be white, right? And, and and there's no way we can become white, you know? But you know, not that they don't try, but <laughs> that's they understand that. They have that understanding, that basis. Right. But for 
countries in the middle, from the Latin to the Asian to the Arab. You know, the, the, the hierarchy of you know, getting closer and closer to white. You know, being closer and closer to Right. That's, I've seen that across from, you know, throughout Asia. And then, of course, in the Middle East, it seems like the lighter to, why you are the better, right? And of course, in Africa too. So it's like that human, of, you know, wanting to be closer to what is considered best, what is considered favorite, is is, is diabolical. I agree. Yeah. But I think when it when it comes down to it, for, for me, what has been really see it for what it is better understanding who I am. Right. Getting better rather a deeper what I actually came advantages of being really because there are distinct advantages to having pigment. Much yeah. more than that. Yeah. And I think the and has been so so um, under wraps that all they really want us to understand about melanin is that it makes your skin burn. Yeah. Melanin is now what's the name? Doctor 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 I forgot the name now so am I the guy who uh, he talks about melanin like the bodies you know, in every cell yeah. and it is very synchronizer of our body's function that's why we have colors and that you know more like you know, we have these uh, these uh, you know, connect with higher powers, you know, things. Um, and, but it also means more to certain chemicals and again, it goes how the food is different and why and to put it in You know, you know, it, you know, the, the, the conversation the conversation no. is so deep that you that's something that you just can't cover in a day. You can't cover it in thirty minutes, you can't cover it in an hour, you can't even hear. You know what I mean? Because there's so much to it. And it's so much that we and we have to get to a point where we dismantle. You know what I mean? Because we just don't understand the real construct of it. We don't understand the systems. Um, we don't even we don't even understand what's actually been done to us. You know what I mean? And it's been, it's on a really deep subconscious level that right. we have um, digested, you know, long protracted periods of time, you know, all, all the way down 
from the, uh, the, you know, the lineage of, you know, great, great grandfather, great, great grandmother, all the way down, you know, because ourselves, our, ourselves, our, uh, our blood, our DNA absorbs all of that through thought, through thought, you know, so it, it, it's something that's, that, that we have to combat on a daily basis. Like I have to get up in the mirror uh, and then I have to look at myself and check myself because one of the things that has been done to us, we, we have been made and it's going to sound crazy, but we have been made to become addicted to whiteness. We have become addicted to wanting to be other than who we are. You know, it's a, it's, it's an addiction. And until we get somebody to actually come in that acts as, uh, a chemical abuse counselor, whatever the case may be, to actually, to actually help us to break us from that habit, we're going to continuously go down that same road. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to start, and I tell a lot of, I tell people this just about every day, take your babies. I understand you train them to be one way. I understand it. You, 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 because many of us, many of us don't even have a fighting cell in us or that fighting cell that's in us have not been, has not been activated. You follow what I'm saying? So you've got to get to a point where you can actually step in or have somebody step in and, and at least activate the fighting cell that's going to that's gonna counteract the stuff that's actually been put into you. And then once you're able to do that, you can take your children and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to give you the, fight, the same information to activate your fighting cell because you're in a fight for your life. You're in a fight for your mental health. Because this place will drive you absolutely insane with the amount of racism and white supremacy that goes on a, on a daily basis. And, 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 and the sad part about it is, is this. Not only is, is, it, is it addicted to us and detrimental to us, it's even detrimental and, 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 and addictive and, and, um, uh, to, to the people that even set it up. They don't even they don't even know how much they're affected by that. It is a complete sickness on both ends. You have black black inferiority and you have white supremacy, which neither of these guys are supposed to be uh, have have any legs to stand on. But because you got somebody that ha the only reason that that even stays in the place because the political aspect of it and the economic aspect of it. You remove those two, and white supremacy does not have a leg to stand on. Because you have somebody that's controlling with money now your education. Mm -hmm. With money, they're controlling your education. So they, they tell you what you're going to learn instead of giving you the, the hard, cold facts of what white supremacy is, where did black inferiority come from, and the truths of the whole country and the world and the contributions of black people around the globe. They don't, they don't want to do that. And again, can you can you can you rightfully expect them to do? You can't. I don't. That's exactly. I do not expect. I told uh, we were before. It's like you said, it's ridiculous to expect people to the system that they've built so painstakingly. It'd be like if you know the wind and the alarm. Was like okay, well I love myself. You can win. You can win. Nobody's gonna stop winning, so somebody else. Like, no, absolutely not. You know, 
in a fight from the beginning and they treated it. us realize that. And I, don't, I don't believe it's in our nature to, when I was studying about um, African and how African in the world. And it was like, really, really value relationship and having that connection, you know, human connection over owning things and controlling people and resources, which yeah. is more like if you came from a cave and, you know, nine months of winter and, you know, we're and you know, could survive, then of course your main objective is to control resources. And, and that come in form. People, food, own as much as you could. That is right. a very centered way of thinking right. in the world. However, if you came from a place that had a sense of sunshine, food, you know, game and and nobody was starving. There was no need for, you know, there was no need for, 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 or, you know, or significant struggle where you had a basic security. Well, then up the ladder uh, from security to religious, right? Yeah. So for, for people of Africa, we value relationships very, you know, we value our spiritual connection very more than just a bunch of stuff just much more than controlling any manipulating anybody else we don't want that we want to have a relationship we want to love all people we don't want controlling and killing and you know people like your kids right so, exactly 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 which which again which again makes this which again makes this um uh idea of integration so flawed you know what i mean because you got two different natures trying to uh cohabit with each other different natures different ideologies it's not going to work you know what i mean we have different sets of values or every everything is absolutely different yes we can come together under under certain you know certain with certain things under an umbrella absolutely but if one person values materialism over the other and the other one doesn't value that at all, uh, that's a, that's a problem. And with that being said, sis, <laughs> I'm going to have to drop it. Uh, it's almost like 11 o'clock my time and my phone is like at 5%. <laughs> so. It's been real. Thank you so much, black bro. Very deep in it. Hello? I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, you faded out just a little bit. Um, I hope we can do it again sometime. It was great. Always, always. I'm always up for a good conversation. You know, somebody to give me some information that I can use and, you know, um, file away and then be able to give them the credit and where I got it from. And you definitely <laughs> said a lot of enlightening things 
that opened my eyes. And again, to me, it's really about having a conversation amongst us. We don't have to wholeheartedly agree with everything, but at least come with uh, come with something more than just emotions. Come with come with some valuable information. Come with some some facts, you know, that we can actually build upon. And my key thing is this: is that you definitely, on a daily basis, have to look out for cues in the system because you got to understand that you, with this system and those that perpetuate that system, you're constantly under attack no matter what. I don't care what you have of value. I don't care what you have uh, in, in form of, uh, of, of, um, of, of, of a degree in education. I don't care what you have. The system is the system, and nobody has ever actually been able to take the system down. So if the system has not been uprooted or dismantled, then you're dealing with the same system of warfare that was set into place originally to actually gain these people wealth and actually keep you in, in, a, in, a, in a position of servitude. So uh, love having a conversation. Hope we can definitely do this again sometime. And hopefully your listeners, uh, my listeners will tune in and they can definitely get something out, out of it and then add something to it as well. That's very well said. I couldn't agree more. All right. I will talk soon. Week and I, hopefully, you know, we can do it again. again. Absolutely, sis. We'll be in touch. Sure. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Thank you.